Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. Just take a minute to, if you haven't already, center yourself. Just find a position that you can really be present in, present in your body, present with your breath, hearing the sounds that happen, noticing the thoughts as they pass through your mind but really keeping the attention mostly within, so to speak, to what you're sensing, feeling. It's incredibly helpful to focus attention on breathing. You can follow the natural movement of the breath in the belly below the navel as a way of calming the nervous system and calming the mind. If your mind is very active, uh, you can count the breaths. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two, and so forth. In Zen training, we go to 10 and, and then return back to one after 10. That specific practice, if you're interested, is you just count the exhales. And if you get spaced out or go get daydreaming, before you get to 10, you start when you realize you've spaced out, you simply um, bring your attention back to one. You start with one again. When I was in the monastery, uh, initially, when I first started learning that, I was very good at going from one to 10. But eventually, as I got more and more deep and more relaxed, I think it was about a two-year period where I couldn't get past two. So if you feel like your mind's really distracted, don't worry. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> Just gently bring your attention back and begin anew. Just allow yourself to be here right now. And gently bring into awareness whatever may be in resistance, in reaction, in a struggle mode. Whether you're feeling that in your body as sensation or your thoughts or as emotion. Gently bringing the light, the sunlight of your attention. And just let it gently illuminate whatever is present in what you're sensing and feeling. 
bringing yourself back from mind processes of comparison and judgment and conclusions, noticing the feelings or the contractions that those thought processes come along with. So keeping your attention more focused on the sensations, the kinesthetic of your experience rather than the beliefs and meaning that you project onto what you're experiencing. So you start to gently train your nervous system to be foreground, your body, your heart, your energy system to really be the foreground of what you're aware of rather than what your mind has produced and created. Not fighting the mind, it does what it does. And even though there may be difficult thoughts and beliefs and feelings that come up, keep bringing yourself back from those so that you're really as fully here as possible. Remember the breath can be a very, very helpful tool. And if you like, you can also do slow, deep, inhales and slow, very deep exhales as a way of calming your nervous system and balancing your whole mind and body and heart and spirit. So if you're triggered, for instance, by the sounds of cars going by in the background, Instead of getting caught in that thought process, bring your attention back to the actual physical reaction in your nervous system, the contraction, the tightness, the pushing, the pulling. Bring attention to what's happening in a very gentle, tender way, so not to interfere with it. Rather relax into whatever's present right now, even if it's pain, even if it's sadness, even if it's fear. Even if it's frustration or anger. And let the natural settling of your nervous system to open. Free of anticipation. Free of end gaining. Opening fully to right now. If you're noticing a deepening into this interconnected, vast presence, then just open, allow that opening, welcome that opening. And allow that to be the foreground.
gently guide yourself back if you've wandered. Free of judgment, free of conclusions, just gently. Not a problem if you've wandered off, spaced out, gotten distracted. Don't try to hold on to the present or to presence. Just relax into it. I'd like to welcome you all again. This time together and with yourself especially is really an opportunity that you're giving to yourself. An opportunity to learn and discover. And in that process to actually learn how to support healing and also support the natural transformation of your spirit and emergence and awakening of your spirit. The energetic transmission that's here is a kind of working field that's non-personal. It's not you, it's not me, it's everything. In a way, it's kind of, it seems like it's harnessed because we have this capsule called human body with a nervous system that perceives and senses. But the truth is that which we're tuning into is not limited to this body at all. It doesn't really live, it, it's, it's everything and everyone and incomprehensible. <laughs> so don't waste too much time thinking about it. That's not gonna help because it really is in the realm where thinking doesn't actually function. So I've been talking about practice and I wanna continue a little bit because there's a lot of negative beliefs about what that, even that word practice is. And I think it's really important to begin to have a readjusted attitude and perspective towards it if needed going along with what I've already said last week, practice is never getting something done. Never. It's not accomplishing something. That's accomplishing something. <laughs> That's getting something done. That is not practice. That is not the attitude of practice. It's it's really more a perspective of attention that is fascinated because when there's no projection onto what is being perceived, then you begin to experience 
the profound, infinite nature of every moment. Otherwise, you're in reaction to it. Even the sounds of people, if you hear them on the street or whatever, there might be a reaction to that, whatever that is. I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but what if it were just birds? You probably wouldn't, you might like it. Like, oh wow, a natural setting. <laughs> we're just a different kind of bird, that's all. We make different sounds. So you just notice not to judge yourself or say, oh, I can't do that anymore, you know? No, it's automatic. Your reactions are conditioned, literally. So your attitude towards your conditioning is so, so important. That's why all of the instructions around loving kindness, forgiveness, patience are essential for practice. Reassurance, right? So you don't give up and run out the door because all you're doing when you do that is you're running away from yourself, which guess what? Not possible. <laughs> you can try to run away, you can distract yourself, you can medicate yourself or whatever, but eventually you're going to face yourself. And that's what you're here for is not just to face yourself, but to truly become liberated to allow liberation because you wouldn't be here if that wasn't happening within you. If that seed had not germinated in you, you wouldn't be here today. Even though you may not care at all about that word or whatever concepts are associated with it, that doesn't even matter. That's irrelevant actually. Plenty of people have those beliefs that are not truly transforming. They're just, you know, interested. It's interesting. It's fascinating. There's something about it that some part of them definitely knows that that's true and is called to it, but they're not here. That's okay. There's no judgment about that. It's not good, you know, better, worse, higher, lower. It's none of that. It's, it's very ecological. It's a very unknown, profound process. That's why many people awaken without even knowing what happened to them. That happened to me at 16. I have lots of students like that around the world. They didn't know what happened. They, weren't, they were not with that, they didn't have that perspective. But it happened anyway. And that's how it works. It happens by itself. So it's very important to understand that practice is really bringing sunlight of attention to what's present. And even experimenting with how you notice the breath and sensations or feelings simultaneously. There's a way of being aware of the breath that you can discover along with difficult blocked emotions not by forcing, not by pressing, not by trying, but there's a way that you can discover 
that will literally clear and dissolve those energies in your system and release them. How? People say, well, can you teach me how to do that? I go, no. I can give you hints. I can do suggestions. Or as I recommended a book that I think is extraordinary, uh, Breath by James Nestor, and many people are reading it and are thrilled and are trying those practices, great practices in there, incredible actually. But you have to be the one to discover what, how it works for you. Or if you're just simply tuning into presence, which is what's called the direct path or the training for enlightenment, then you're just simply open to presence and nothing else. I did that for years. When I was with somebody who was resonating deeply in that frequency, I didn't listen to any words. I didn't hear anything. I didn't, nothing distracted me. It was completely just surrendering into that presence. That's all. That's a certain stage. You may be there. If you are, then just let that happen now. That's all. So you begin, practice is really the ability to find out how you are being guided and to allow that movement of healing and transformation to happen. Healing and integration and transformation to happen. As Suzuki Roshi very profoundly stated and simply stated, practice begins with enlightenment. All of the trainings, all of the practices that have been in, that have been invented over the human existence, were created by awakened people after awakening. It was for awakened people. <laughs> it wasn't to reverse engineer enlightenment. That's the big mistake that ego believes, and even that's even taught actually, which creates a lot of striving, and a lot of efforting, and a lot of. And a, and a very, and can become a very contracted spiritual identity that's unconscious of that. So return now to this openness. Let go of mind and thought. Forget what I said. Or if it's distracting, don't even listen to the words coming out of my mouth. But rather listen deeply to your own realm of being right now, your infinite realm of being right now. When you're truly here fully, you are completely connected to everything and everyone. When you're living in a mental realm, you will feel cut off and distant and lonely. But the real truth is we are never separate. We are never alone. Not really. Learn to bring attention to what's arising in you in a way that does not interfere, that does not make conclusions, that doesn't hold on to it or try to reproduce it. 
practice is not reproduction of what happened before, ever. Practice is absolutely brand new attention that's brand new every microsecond. That's why it's incredibly interesting and incredibly fascinating. And if it isn't incredibly interesting and fascinating, you're not practicing, you are enduring this moment. And if you're enduring this moment and saying, oh my God, I don't think I can be here. I don't think I can sit here. This is too much for me or something like that. Then what is it that needs to be felt in you? What is that overwhelmed pressure, that buildup of tension? of whatever that is. And can you be with that right now? You're in your own quiet space where we won't hear you. You can scream if you need to. You can yell out what you need to yell out if you need to. Get that out of your, get that off your chest. You need to cry, you need to yell, whatever. Go for it. Let's be honest with ourselves. It's hard to transform. It's hard to evolve as a human being. Awakening is instantaneous. That's instant. But how we transform, how we integrate, how we evolve as a human being is your whole life, actually. So as I've said many times, the purpose of spirituality is to become fully human not to transcend human, because we don't really understand what our life is until we've awakened. It doesn't make any sense. It just seems like a survival, hopeless survival endurance game. And if that's where you're at, then that's where you start. That's all. You always, you always give attention to exactly how it is right now. And you find the realm where you can be aware of it without judgment, without conclusions, without any agenda. Does that require practice in the sense that you continually work with it? Absolutely. <laughs> if you needed to have eye surgery, would you go to somebody who said, oh, I just read a book about it, but I haven't actually done this before? Or would you go to somebody who's done it a thousand times? I'll choose the latter. Practice is a gift. I look forward to doing my breathing practice in the morning. I did mine this morning, it was awesome. I keep discovering new things every single time. I'm beginning to discover how uh, I'm working on healing. I had a back injury and it's really a lot better now. And I'm even working on it just with the breathing practices and the, and the stillness between when there's no breathing, when there's the absence of breath, the relaxation of exhale, where there's no breathing. And I'm finding now I can relax with no breathing for almost three minutes without any effort. And what I'm aware of in that space is incredible. Oh my God, it's so phenomenal. Or then when you hold the breath and you notice how that works with 
uh, uh, literally restrictions in the structure, in your bone, in the ligaments, or any emotional energies, they just clear out like, you know, they're just dissolved. Fascinating. How are you going to find that out if you don't explore and discover? So practice is the realm of exploring and discovering. If you don't actually want to practice, it's not practice. Practice is what you want to do because it fulfills you. It's incredibly fulfilling. Is it hard? Yeah. Is it frustrating? Of course. Of course. I know your true nature doesn't need to hear any of this. Isn't even listening. But our egos, depending on how they're programmed, they need to hear it. And they need to be reminded. And they need you to help with a very loving, guiding voice. They need you to keep yourself with a balanced, healthy, supportive perspective. Um, that's my little pep talk for today. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Let's sit just a little longer. Even that word sitting a little longer almost sounds like some kind of burden. I don't think I'm going to call. I'm going to describe it differently. I'll hit the bell. We'll start. And just take a breath and forget everything you just heard. And just refresh your browser. And simply open to what is now. Okay, let's um, open up for dialogue now. If you're interested in uh, working with me, or you have a question, something you'd like to work with, or you'd like to sit together, just bring your hand up so I can see it. And I'll go through the group and, and uh, choose someone. Um, it's interesting, you know, I really notice the energy of the group when we start and how things evolve and there was a lot of intense emotional energy in the space that I was aware of. So it has, it's begun to transmute and clear. And it's amazing that when you are able to be with 
difficult emotion in, a, in the way that I'm advising and suggesting, it will actually, that emotion is really just energy that hasn't channeled, hasn't released. Once it does, it's just this extraordinary deepening into openness that happens. So you begin to utilize even your pain, your grief, your whatever, fear, and you begin to find out how to pay attention to it, breathe with it and so forth, where, or bring awareness to it, where it actually then just literally dissolves and transmutes and deepens this vastness and, and, and depth of presence. It's really, that's what I call transmutation or what I call alchemy. So it's, uh, it's nice to feel that there is transmutation of some of the intense emotional energy that we've been building up over the last four months or so since the pandemic started. And it it's, it's really requires a lot of work, I think, to stay clear. It's very easy to not know. I'll be with you in a second, Brent. It's very easy to not know that you're building up a kind of armoring in your system because when we're uh, in, in um, we're in a kind of hyper vigilant, whether we're conscious of it or not, we're in a hyper vigilant fight or flight mode to survive. And so that naturally cuts off a certain facility, normal, the normal facility of our emotional process. So it just becomes harder actually. And it, it is a lot of work. I've been finding it myself. So it's uh, it, it, this is why, working with yourself, being here, being on the retreat and so forth, they're so incredibly helpful. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to say that because that's obviously going on. Okay, Brent, let me uh, pin your video here. And are you unmuted? Hello. Hi. Does it sound okay? It's perfect. Am I, can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, good. It's very nice to see you. Thank you. Since I live alone, so since the pandemic, it's been a little bit difficult. So it's really nice to connect with people <laughs> in any way that you can. Absolutely. I found, um, especially with the pandemic, things get very serious very quickly. And it reminded me of, of one of your videos I saw where you had this little finger puppet. <laughs> that you brought out bunny yeah, i should bring bunny out yeah always makes me laugh because sometimes that's what you need right so yes. about um about two weeks ago um, prior to that i found i was able to be in this uh alchemy process or transmutation process that would demand me for about a couple hours a day and then the rest of the day was more smooth sailing very peaceful about mm -hmm. two weeks ago it became a 24 7 thing okay um and that shift was has been difficult um tell me about it tell me why how it's been difficult if you can if you can describe that if i would not, say don't worry about it <clears throat> Lack of sleep, because mm -hmm. um, uh, I find I even wake up in the middle of the night and need to do some, you know, be, be as the presence of awareness in the middle of the night and, and fall back asleep again. And, mm -hmm. um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it's, I think it's more of how it just impacts on daily functioning, taking care of business like we normally do. Right. Our work. Mm -hmm. And, uh, There's a lot of, I've had it happen in sort of comes in periodic periods where old traumas or old, old wounds or even just, I notice it a lot more clearly where like an old way of thinking from 10, even 10 years ago, I can recognize the way of functioning, the way of feeling, the way of thinking comes up mm -hmm. and I can be with that. I find that the, that's why this is very helpful, is that the demand or the, like to have that reflection can be so helpful to mirror when um, it's difficult to mirror for yourself, so to speak. So sometimes, because sometimes I just want to take a break. <laughs> of course. Of but course. what I find is that when I take a break, I, I pay for it. Oh, like really? if I just okay. stop and sit down and not be in the presence of awareness for even a minute, it's like, wow. Um, so you're on the, you're on the, the mind gets agitated very quickly. Mm. So okay. I, and if I be with that, the agitation mm -hmm. in the mind or the emotions that are coming up, um, then it, it starts to calm down over time. So it's like, I just need to be with it all the time. It seems. I hear you. Yes. That, True practice is non-personal and it is 24-7. <laughs> but it gets natural. It, 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 it becomes just, auto, it becomes a whole new operating principle, actually. And part of the transformation that I certainly went through and many people would go through is that it, it, that's a difficult transition that you're talking about where your modus operandi literally goes through a complete regroup, complete. And you can't know it ahead of time and nobody can tell you. I mean, you can go and spend a lot of money and psychics will tell you whatever they're going to tell you. But truth is you're still going to have to walk the path and you're still going to have to ride the waves and you're, and you're doing it, Brent. I feel you. I really you. do. Yeah. Yeah. Let, you know, let's sit together. I'm so glad you're here sharing this because this is really uh, so um, appropriate what you're sharing and people have a wide range of what they're going through. That is very similar to what you're talking about. Go ahead. If it's okay. One thing I'd like to share. Just oh, before. anything. Sure. Of course. Um, I found that there was an interesting um, flow. Like I, it's like there's, it's like a balancing act um, between uh, being like really the presence of awareness very deeply in the body. But then I find sometimes it's incredibly helpful to let go of that and to let yourself sink down. It's like almost like when you go to sleep at night and you just unconditionally relax really, really deeply, but we're not going to sleep. And, it, and I find that when I, it's sort of like getting underneath all of the conditioning and you're exactly. kind of in, in your being and then um, being there I find that I get these, um, happen sometimes uh, a lot more than others, but these twitches and, and sometimes rather violent twitches which sort of throw my neck out a little bit sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of a bizarre thing when you're in public, but I try not to 
you know. <laughs> but uh, I'm assuming that that's normal. Yeah, those are called kriyas. They're just natural energy releases, and uh, there's all kinds of energetic things that happen like that that are very natural. So when you're sitting and doing your sitting practice, that's uh, that's where if does it ha is it happening in your sitting practice? Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's where sitting really with upright spine and a very balanced knowing on your sit bones, you know, and having a, a, you know, not, not stiff, but definitely having more of a yogic or a um, martial art perspective on your physical structure becomes more important because you're really chant. You're really, there's a lot of energy moving. That's why we just, that's why we invented these practices because they actually worked to help us get through these transformations. That's what I was saying earlier. They were invented after the fact, not before. Obviously, <laughs> it's so obvious, but it isn't until you discover that and you're seeing how that works. I mean, it's, you're describing exactly what I've been talking about. Yeah, it's like I can feel it release and then mm -hmm. there's just naturally more presence. Exactly. So that, that is effortless. That's right. Just exactly and then the next, right. the next thing comes up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right away, usually. <laughs> I don't get a break lately. Well, yeah, I hope okay. you get a, You know what? I hope you get a break. Thank you. Some people, some people get this idea that they can't take a break. And I want you, I don't want to let you know you can. And if you need to distract yourself or just check out for a while, do it, please. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> this is not in our control. And it's not going to happen on our timeline or what somebody tells us is going to happen when we do X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah steps. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is where you're really... You're you're in the you're in the wilderness of discovery. This is where I found like uh, doing like lying down or shavasana meditations, or um, yeah. I've practiced Reiki in the past. I've kind of brought that back again. And good, yoga oh yeah, those all become kinds of things. Absolutely, everything tai I know. I, absolutely, anything that can facilitate and experiment and try things. Don't just come up with some well that drop all the conclusions, just yep. experiment, trial and error. And just because something really was working one day doesn't mean that's going to work another day. You just, you keep learning how to sail your sailboat and you keep tuning into the winds and adjusting accordingly, always. See, what I find is that the, um, like I, I used to do a lot more writing, mm -hmm. like almost like to have reminders and that kind of thing. And I find mm -hmm. that even that, um, understandably needs to get low, get let go of at the end of the day. You because know, of what I'm sometimes, finding is that, those, sometimes those are really helpful and other times are yes, completely in the way. Different phases. Absolutely. And I'm finding that um, with what's been coming up lately, that's been more intense, um, especially with like the exhaustion or just the constant is that um, me, uh, me having any dependence on, on, thought or feeling to mirror or to be it's like i have to there, there are moments where there is no peace at all in any of the forms and so it requires me to be it as bright as possible i can't have any dependence on anything in for, for that time mm-hmm anything reflecting it because it's just so much yes mm -hmm. 
So it just becomes a much more intense. Um, yeah, and that's where expression, if it, particularly if it's emotion, if it's overwhelming, expressing that can actually really help. Okay. In your own space, just expressing the truth of the of the emotion of the energy, okay. and that not to get into meaning and thinking about it, but more as a way of it releasing, because we are vocal, expressive beings. And that sometimes is essentially important to do. I'm sure it's why a, why a lot of the chanting practices and breathing practices were very helpful in communities of people who are sitting silently because it just, it, it had a sort of indirect way of working, not that well, but it worked pretty well. And I think that uh, given where we are today and 2020, that we have a lot more knowledge and experience as, as a species to work with this. And so I think that, you know, being able to vocalize and discover how to use the expression as a way of helping the discharge, very helpful. Would that be, because I know the, the truth of the condition versus the story about it. Yeah, it's not the so story the, at all. The truth it's of it, not, would that be just what you're experiencing, like the sensations. Let me, or, let me give you. Let me give you the. Let me give you the 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 uh, guideline for it, Brent. Is that the truth of the condition is when you say it, that energy will move and discharge. Otherwise, it's not it. It 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 resonates the frequency of it. Okay. So when you if you could say, yeah, I'm really sad. Oh yeah, I'm really sad. Well, who believes that right now, right? <laughs> it's not. You, you can hear when someone says, yeah, I'm. Uh, they can say something, but you know it's not congruent with nice. truly how they're presenting or how they feel. So the expression is completely congruent with how you're feeling in such a way that that energy may, if it's sadness, may just all of a sudden you'll just break down crying. You'll break down crying, possibly. Okay. Or there'll be the release of the grief. It won't, it, it actually facilitates the movement of the energy. It doesn't create a okay. belief. It's not, it's not identifying. Identifying mm -hmm. actually is what creates ego and mm -hmm. separation. That's the separate self is basically an infinite number of constructs of identifications. So it's the opposite of identifying. Okay. So is that almost like that getting closer to the condition where Absolutely. it allow, allow it to express? Exactly. So Sometimes, okay. if, like if somebody, for instance, just an example, has many, many, many things happening at once. There's just like many, like their, like their experience, they're, just, they're, they're feeling multiple feelings that are really intense and that actually the expression for them might be something like, it's too much for me. Right? Like if you're overwhelmed and to say, and to find the words that actually resonate the frequency of that and actually allow it to release. So you can, you can play with that. You can okay. experiment. So you might be doing like when I moved out of the monastery and was living in my apartment here and I would be meditating and I realized, wow, I can actually do some process work right in the middle of my, of, a, of an hour meditation or a two hour meditation. And I would do it. It was incredible. It's like, it would do all this clearing and then I'd come back. You know, I couldn't do that when I was in the Zendo, I couldn't do it in the monastery uh in that space but it was incredibly helpful and then it wasn't like oh i'm not meditating now i'm doing you know it wasn't like it was more like wow this works okay right couldn't it, could an example of that be because something i find that just bring relaxation is just a gentle reminder that it's okay to be as you are and that whatever is rising very, is okay this is very important this is where you can also do as i've often talked about a practice like the ho'oponopono practice where yes. you 
speak to your deeper nature and say, I'm sorry that I'm so messed up. Please, for, you know, I'm sorry that I'm struggling so much right now. I'm sorry that I'm fighting what is right now. I'm sorry that I'm disconnected from source right now. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And you can say those and it can just be words that don't have any energy in them. But I know from people who have practiced this over time that it can get very deep and very profound and that we need to ask for help. We need to ask for forgiveness. We're human beings. We're not perfect and we don't have it figured out. It's really, let's sit together a minute, Brent, yep. before you yep. go. I'm really so glad to interact with you and have this discussion. I think this is very, very, very helpful for so many people. Thank you. Um, very grateful. Yeah. Thank you for your wonderful hard work that you're doing. This is really the way it, this is the way it works. And um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let, let's just sit together. You can have your eyes open or closed, whatever's comfortable for you. And um, so what you also, what I also noticed is as I was tuning in with you, is that you want to be very careful when you are when emotion starts to come up that you don't push it back down because there's a way in which we can notice emotion and basically push it aside so i just noticed a little bit of that and it could just be the moment but i would just say notice if there's anything like that going on again not right now but you know on your own okay it's just a little bit of feedback that might help you specifically there now just having said it now you're more available can you tell the difference mm -hmm. can you feel that yeah so it was a little something so sometimes when we're open-eyed with other people we put up a thin protective shield we don't even know it's there and now you're not now it's not happening at all beautiful see in this transmission is it will actually deepen the whole group so let's just sit for a minute like this and we're not doing this, it's just happening. We're allowing this. So subtle. Mm It can be very, very subtle and it can be profoundly intense and it can be everything in between. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care. Okay, let's all you, sit Dr. again. You're welcome, Brent. Let's all sit now a little bit before we go on to the next um, interaction. Uh, John Schlombaum. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to I, see you. Uh, good to see you. I 
these sessions are just delicious. <laughs> but I, uh, I just have a comment that I need to deliver to Patricia. I had trouble checking in this morning. And so I finally got in when I put in the number. And there's Patricia. There you are, my dear. And I was, I was just struck with your, your softness and your kindness and your tenderness. It was, thank you so much. I, I envy John having a relationship with you. And I don't know how often you guys interact, but it, it's wonderful. And, and thank you so much for making this possible, Patricia. Oh, it's thank Deep you. Love and affection. Thank you. That's all I had to say, John. Oh, thank you. Okay, John. Sure. Thanks for thanks. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> that was lovely. That was lovely, actually. I think Jean had his hand up. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. It's. Uh, I think I realized how much. I needed these these sat songs because I just I guess I just didn't know how much I was held together if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Like, That's really beautiful. It's a beautiful way to say it too. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you feel about the fact that you are? Do you have any beliefs about that or attitudes about it? Um, you want to make sure that you're not like fighting yourself because a lot of people. When they start to when they awaken and start deepening, they start to really feel like they're not doing very well because their conditioning is so disturbing. Well, it, it can be difficult because I've I've had times of, you know, presence throughout what seems like long periods of time. And mm -hmm. you know, when stuff comes up and you just don't know what to do, it's it can get pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. Um True. What I noticed coming in today, even like the day before, right when I decided to sign up, you could, I could tell there was just a, a clearing, if that makes sense. There was a, a channeling or a decompression, if that makes sense. And mm -hmm. um, something came up in the meditation that, you know, I was just, I just feel weak. Okay. It's just... So it's like a so weak. like a so there was some depletion of your energy field. Either that, or I'm just really tired. That could be true. Often we don't know how we are. Yeah. So and often by tuning in like this, we actually we sort of get the weather report that we weren't aware of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be very helpful because <laughs> we can just be on forward motion, automatic pilot, get stuff done mode. That was it. And yeah do something, you know, unconscious like I did, which was uh, hurt my back. And, uh, and it was like, it was another, you know, like we all get wake up calls where we're forced to learn to be, yeah, you know? And uh, so, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I also, I feel like I'm coming more into the, the knowledge of what it means to be, caught by the tiger, if that makes sense. Caught in the mean, tiger's head. What does that mean to you? Um, it's just, usually, I guess I get these impulses that I'm just like, you know, I'm better. 
better, than, better, better than what? Than you used to be? <laughs> or yeah, just like I'm feeling good, so I can I can get uh, on with my life. Right. Well, that's a natural, but that's that's just our human nature that will think that way. That's just there's nothing wrong with having that thought. Yeah. Nothing. And and this is where you don't want to. It's okay to make a temporary conclusion. It's okay to have a temporary belief as long as you don't get stuck there. Okay. Yeah. And I find most times, if not every single time, I get pulled back and I'm right back where you know I left. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. Uh, that usually seems to be what happens. So why don't we sit together a little, unless you have yeah. something specifically that <clears throat> you're wanting attention on right now, but this all sounds like you're like par for the course to me. Okay. If you needed to hear that. Good. It sounds like you're really learning. You're discovering how it works. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask how old you are? Uh, I'm 21. Okay, well, far out. I mean, <laughs> I this happened, you know, this started for me consciously when I was 16. And I didn't even know it was happening until I was 20. And uh, it's has, it, let's just say it's been relentless for almost 50 years. And that's okay. I'm, I'm totally surrendered to it. It's, not, it's, it's, I, it's, you know, the old way of saying it is not my will, but thy will. And that's just kind exactly. of how it worked. Exactly. That's and so yeah. it's not about being having a religious belief because that's not what that, that's a more a statement of how it really is. Unless you're really trying to hold on to who you think you are, which only is the, is, is that's the, that's the recipe for suffering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or holding on to what someone else thinks you are or should be. I mean, that's just, that's not human. That does not engender human happiness and fulfillment at all. Not at all. So let's sit together, John. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too. Thanks. And I really appreciate how you're sharing and discovering and, and how you really contribute to all of us, your process, because it really is, it really is instructive, actually. Just like it was with Brent. I mean, very instructive, actually. Brent, Incredible. yeah, that was a really good mm -hmm. engaging conversation. Yeah, there's a lot of great teaching there and helpful information for sure. So just tune in, you can have eyes open or closed, whatever's less distracting for you. That's it. So you're able to tune in, that's nice. Or as Jean Klein used to say to me, you listen very, he used to say, you listen very well. That's what he used to say to me. <laughs> that's what he meant. You're tuning into the presence. Uh, good, yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> good. It's good to see you. <laughs> yeah, it's right on. Take good care of yourself, Sean, really. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, you're really welcome. Okay, let's all sit again for a little bit just to recalibrate if you got somehow distracted or thrown off a little bit. you need to be reminded you're here for yourself in the deepest, most profound way that's possible. So if you haven't yet today, please give yourself appreciation for all the hard work you're doing to be who you are. 
and to face the life that you have each moment. So you can begin to give yourself some gratitude for your effort, some loving kindness and, and um, compassion for your struggle so that your heart remains pliable and soft and um, available, available to be vulnerable, available to receive and available to give. Because that's when we're fulfilled as human beings is that when we can truly love and be loved without attachment, really on an unconditional level is what I'm talking about. When we're truly unified and experience our connectedness. Even in this way we do, how beautiful is that? Let's sit a little bit longer now before we close for today. Open to the openness. No anticipation. I just hope you'll take really, really good care of yourselves and stay healthy and safe. And may you truly be filled with the inspiration that you truly are and find the happiness and fulfillment that is yours to have in this life. Lots of love to you, happy trails, and take very good care. Bye for now.